and welcome to this episode of Joy's World, the podcast. Um, guys, I can I just say we're getting ever so close to episode 100. What, what am I going to do? Episode 100. I mean, we're still in the 80s, but it's okay. Calm down. Um, yeah. So basically, um, I I wanted to talk about um, an experience that I had a few days ago. At the time I'm recording this, it's a few days ago. Um, I went to a venue. Um, I'm not going to say the venue because I'm not trying to be horrible. Like, I'm, not, I'm not being horrible. Um, and I'll be working with them soon. So I'm quite excited to like give them my feedback and stuff like that. But basically I went to a concert to see Jojo with my girl Courtney love you Courtney um and first of all can I just say I called my doctor today because I had a funny term a few weeks ago I went out with Toby and Storm and we was in is it I think it was Canary Wolf right it was in the tube station we was getting a lift and I like felt so hot and sweaty and like my heart was racing and I never really like feel like I'm going to faint, but I felt like I was going to faint. I was like, I guess I said to them, I was like, girls, I need to sit down. Um, so I was like, okay, let's get in the lift and go upstairs and try and find somewhere. So anyways, we went outside and we managed to find, um, I actually wasn't sitting down. I was standing up, but the air, like it did help me. I was like, whew, like, I don't know what came over me. Um, but that was that I just put it down to I don't know I was like I'll just get you know just whatever I, I don't well I don't take my health seriously but sometimes I'm just like oh these things happen like you, you know I'll be fine so that was that and then when I went to I went to see Jojo um, with Courtney the other day and again we'd had one like glass of wine but you know you know me guys I drink wine all the time like that wine was not getting to me like are you mad like I would like it wasn't the wine anyway so we drank upstairs I came downstairs into her kitchen and she was like oh joy do you want some Prosecco like I'm gonna open Prosecco now you guys know Prosecco is my middle name and I was literally like she was literally about to open it and I was like no like actually I don't want Prosecco and um that's how I know something wasn't right and I just felt again hot um, my heart was racing I felt like I was gonna faint I felt like I needed to sit down and I literally like I sat down for like 10 minutes while we waited for a cab managed to get into the cab and I literally I think I fell asleep like I was like literally so quiet and like I mean Courtney would tell you guys I'm never fucking quiet like I, I could talk for England and I just I was so it was almost like I needed a nap like I don't know like it was really weird anyway so that happened like I kind of like I guess I dozed off for a little bit in the cab on the way to the venue and I kind of felt better once I'd woken up but um I don't know what that was and it really like freaks me out like it's because it's happened twice now and I'm like I don't know like I, basically I called my doctors today I said I need to get blood tests because I'm sure they've told me in the past that I'm anemic but I've never been given any medication for it so I think I might need that because I don't know guys but the way I felt like I was going to die and just saying like conspiracy theory and um, some people are saying why is my voice going again oh my god am I am I going through a transition what's going on no wait was it like why is can you like why does my voice sound like that yeah I think it sounds quite sexy I'm not gonna lie I'm just gonna talk like this for the rest of the episode no I'm joking <clears throat> I don't know why my voice just went funny I'm going through puberty 
I'm going through puberty at 27. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, but no, like a conspiracy theory. Um, I mean, is it the COVID jab? <laughs> I'm just saying, is it the COVID jab? I mean, people just say we're all going to turn into robots. Do you know what I mean? All those people that didn't get the vaccine and everybody was cutting them. Oh, you're selfish. Oh, you're this. But now, now I'm getting these hot flushes and oh my God, is it only men early menopause no basically what I'm saying doesn't know what it is also it could be I could I am I think I am anemic I'm sure they told me that I can't remember I don't listen to what they say I think I'm anemic so it could be part it could be that and also like where I've had the coil and I've been bleeding for so many months again that probably can't be good um so yeah I am tired a lot um but yeah like do you know what it is I, I just want to get it checked out because it's really scaring me like that feeling of like oh my god I'm gonna faint like I'm gonna faint like it's quite scary so I just want to get it sorted out because I don't want to be like in a place where I can't sit down or I can't have a nap and that happens to me again so yeah anyways so we get to uh the concert venue and our cab driver was like oh there's a really like long queue like do you want me to drop you off at the back of it or do you want me to take you to the front I said that no take us to the front we are not queuing that line um so we got off like you see when you have a disability yeah we ain't we ain't queuing up okay we're going straight to security and you're going to let us in that's what you're going to do okay cool so anyways so we get to the front they let us in and the guy's like oh, I'm gonna put you in the cafe to wait because we haven't opened the actual venue doors yet so anyways we wait in the cafe for a little bit they check our tickets then we go upstairs and we go to like a bar area and he sat us down there and he said when we open the doors of like where the performance is going to be you can go in there early I said oh what time's Jojo coming on and he was like nine o'clock this was only like half seven I said okay we'll wait in the bar like we're not gonna because once we go in there like it's just why are we waiting in there for like an hour and a half <coughs> I need to be where the alcohol is okay thank you so we was in the bar and it was kind of like a small area. So I said to Courtney, I was like, oh, I think I can see where the bar is. Like, let's get up and go and get us off the gym. So we went, like, we managed to find the bar. Of course, of course we managed to find the bar. And um, yeah, the guy, like the guy at the bar was really nice and he like brought our drinks to our table, whatever. And then um, I think we wanted to get a second drink. And when we got the second drink, there was like more of a queue now because it was getting closer to nine o'clock. And so by the time we got our drinks, there were people in our seats. So we had to sit on a different table. The guy that brought us to that table, let's call him A. A, who brought us to our table, is like a security guy, really nice guy. He um, said he'll come back for us closer to nine and take us to our seats. Um, because obviously, like, we both can't see. It was getting closer and closer to nine. And I said to Courtney, I was like, babes, I need to go wee. Like, I need to wee. Like, I'm desperate. I need to I need to go toilet. Like, the al alcohol goes right through me. So, but obviously, we didn't know where the toilets were. Like, how are we, how are we finding the toilets? Okay, cool. So I was like, no. Okay, let's stand up. So we stood up. And I was like, okay, let me just ask these people. There was, like, groups of people walking around and some people standing. So <laughs> I went to some people that were like just standing by like a balcony thing and I was like excuse me can you see any like members of staff and like a girl was really nice she walked us to one and we said oh we're looking for a like he said he was going to take us to our seats or whatever but can I go to the loo first anyways I went to the loo okay cool but as I said alcohol goes right through me so once you break the seal okay 
I don't know how you people do it that don't break the seal because I, as soon as I break the seal, I'll be pissing every five minutes. Like every drink will come out in five minutes. Like I can't, once I break the seal, it's all over. I remember we'd been drinking from like half seven-ish till like nine. Like we didn't have that many drinks, but I'm just saying like rules making it last. So A comes back to get us, takes us to our seats, fine. But <laughs> about three songs in, like Jojo came out, love you Jojo. You know, like we only knew like the last 10 minutes of the set, but we love you Jojo. Um, I like three songs in and I was like, Courtney, I need to pee again. Now guys, I could not like, you know, like when you, like you know, you know when you need to go wee a lot like not small small wee like when you're like I'm like if I laugh or if I'm moving the wrong way this pee's gonna come out I was desperate um and obviously like in the what do you call it I don't know what it's called auditorium I don't know where she was performing um it was obviously dark um to- like totally like I couldn't see anything um and also what was uh, what was difficult was that obviously me and Courtney Chops both can't see and so like when people want you know like when you're in those seats that are quite tight and like people need to get past you and you have to stand up to let them through but if you can't see the people coming and obviously it's loud because the, mu- the music is really loud so we couldn't see or hear each other now at this point I just felt like really like isolated at some I was just like oh like I can't I can't cope with this but anyways like there was some guys behind us they were like I don't know if they were drunk or high or what, but they were like, like they were laughing, they were living their best life, like dancing, singing, they were just making us laugh, yeah. Like me and Courtney kept nudging each other, like, <laughs> and um, I think, yeah, so the guy, I think they must have seen us with our canes out getting seated by security because then like later on when people need to get past, like the guy tapped me on my shoulder and was like, oh, someone wants to get past. So I stood up and we, well, we both stood up and like let them pass and stuff. But again, like that was just even annoying. Like, cause you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, I can't really get comfortable because what if someone wants to get past again and I need to stand up and, and I won't know. Um, yeah, it's just awkward. And obviously I think as well, like where I have glasses on, like. I think people assume I can probably see more than I actually can, if that makes sense. Like but when you're sitting down and your cane's folded up, no one knows, like they don't they're not gonna know that you're blind. Do you know what I mean? And so we were both sitting down. So that was a bit awkward as well. But anyways, I got to a point where I was so desperate for the toilet. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I'm just gonna let it go. I'm just gonna let it go. I'm just gonna pee. But my dress was kind of like it was mesh. I had spanked on underneath, yeah. I was thinking maybe that will soak up a bit of the the we, but I, I'm not even gonna I'm, listen. I'm not even gonna lie. This is my podcast. This is where I could be honest. I was going to let it go. At, th- at this point, I was like, well, what else am I gonna do? I can't sit here for the whole concert being uncomfortable. Like I'm gonna pee myself um, because I couldn't get out. I couldn't. I didn't know where else. Like I didn't know how to get out. Like it was very dark. I couldn't see anything. So anyways, what I did was I got my cane out and I kind of like put my hand on my head. Like I was kind of looking, like kept looking to the side, to the side. And then the guy behind me must have noticed. And he was like, are you all right, love? And I was like, oh no, could you find staff for me, please? And he got a security guy to come. Security guy came and took me to the loo. Anyways, that was fine. Like I came back. I was, oh, you know when they say, what a relief? What a fucking relief. Because guys, I'm not gonna lie. I was this close to peeing myself. I swear to God, I, I was I was just gonna do it. And I was thinking, okay, I've got a jacket. I can tie my jacket around my waist now. <laughs> I was thinking, no one will know. I was like to Courtney, I was like, Courtney, don't judge me if I wee myself. She was just, she was like, oh God. She, I think she would have judged me. 
Courtney babes, would you have judged me? I don't know, but do you know, like, I'd like, what, what can you do in that situation? Like, what can I do? Anyways, so it got me thinking um, that I think, because it was all well and good, like, the, the, when, when we was with the staff, like, they were fine, they were nice, like, they were great, like, they brought us to our seats, fine. But I feel like, like, kind of, like, halfway through, it would have been good if they had, like, come to see if it was okay, okay because it could have been anything, like, I don't know. Um, but then I got, like, I was thinking, and this is something that I'm going to, like, explore more with my new job, it's like if there are two disabled people together at a concert um maybe there could be like an app or a number or something that we can message like the security and be like oh like can someone come I need to like go to the go to the loop or even go to the bar because this is another thing another reason why I said to the guy oh we'll stay in the bar is because I knew if we had gone into the auditorium thing an hour and a half before the show we wouldn't have been able to eat or drink anything and again like that's boring I mean, shout out to you if you don't drink but you know what I mean like even if you wanted an orange juice and this is the thing sometimes like when you're disabled it's kind of like you get put you get put places especially when you're blind you get put somewhere and then left there and it's like no but we want to do up enjoyment too like I, I had a rum and coke, and that was lovely. Do you know what I mean? Like what? Like we want to, like we want to go to the bar as well. And I get that, you know, like it's not always possible, like with staff and things like that. But I do think if there was a service where it was like, because halfway through the concert, what if I wanted a drink? I mean, in my head, that's just not even a possibility because I know I wouldn't be able to get up. I can't find a way out, so I couldn't do that. But I think it's really important that, like as disabled people we are able to have the same or sim very similar um experiences at live music events like I and I feel like getting a drink or being able to go to the toilet is one of them like really like it's one of them and as I say like I'm not I'm not bashing the venue um because they didn't know I was going to need to pay but you know I just I just feel like yeah like I think I feel like there's there's definitely work that can be done there in terms of once we're sat down in the dark and we can't see or hear each other it would be nice if we could um you know have some kind of my fridge is defrosting over there if we could have some kind of communication with a staff member while we're sitting in our seats because they can see us but we can't see them I couldn't give the security like a visual cue or a wave I didn't know where they were um so yeah I felt quite isolated um it's difficult and obviously like in a concert like it's really loud and this is weird because I really love music and I really love going to concerts but I do you know where I've had like the best experience is when I I think when I went to see maybe Stormzy at the O2 that was really good like in terms of we was in like I went with my brother-in-law but we was in like a disabled platform and it was just like two fold-out chairs so there was like space next to you like there were people there but there was like space um so you could like move about a bit like you didn't have to worry about getting up we was right at the front we didn't have to worry about like getting up to let anyone past um my brother-in-law said that there was a woman coming around taking drinks orders like that would that is seriously like seriously because imagine like even like a wheelchair user like it might be a bit like it would be more difficult to kind of, you know, have to go to the bar, come back with your drinks in tow. Like it's all long. If there was someone, if you can like be seated and just be enjoying yourself and there's someone coming around taking drinks or there was an app, as I say, that we could use, that would be really helpful. Look at me with the ideas. Why isn't that like, why isn't that invented? 
but can I just say you heard it here first okay so if you guys start hearing that my disabled people them if you hear that right then just say you guys stole Joy's idea thank you mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, as I say, I love music, I love music, I love concerts, and that's why I'm so excited to start my new job, um, but yeah, I'm, I love, like, music, and I'm not going to stop going to concerts, it does upset me, it does, you know, put, give, like, put it, uh, I had a bit of, like, a down day, like, a bit, it was a bit of a dampener, just feeling a little bit isolated, it wasn't the worst, because at least I was with Courtney, and she knows, like, exactly how it feels, like, she, we was in the same boat, luckily we had each other, but even when I go to concerts with sighted people, I do feel like a bit isolated because because I'm in a situation where I can't see and I also can't hear. So I'm like, oh my God, like it's like it's taken my other sense away that I usually rely on. Does that make sense? Like in a normal, like say we was in, I don't know, I don't know, fucking, I don't know, a restaurant. Like we can hear, like I can, I might not be able to see, but I can still like hear the other person and that's how I like that's how I communicate that's what I rely on whereas like when there's loud music and you can't see it's just a lot it's a lot it's it's a lot to deal with and as I say for me I felt I, I honestly at one point I felt like I wanted to cry because I was like I just want to go to the toilet and I can't <laughs> like I really want to go to the toilet and I and I genuinely like I don't know I wouldn't know where to go and that, that made me feel like shit. It really did. It really made me feel like shit. And I know it might, like, it might sound like silly to some people, but imagine like you're sat down. Okay, I can, you know, you can stand up. I can physically stand up, but I don't know where I'm going. Left, right, center. Yeah, it, it was, it's just a lot. It's, it's a lot to not be able to get up and go to the toilet um, independently. It was... It was, yeah, I'm very, I, like, I genuinely was thinking, I'm going to have to work myself here. Like, I'm going to have to just do it because event, like, and she was only three songs in. I was like, I can't last an hour and a half like this. <laughs> there was no way. But luckily, luckily, the people behind us were, like, very happy and giddy. And they was obviously, like, looking and they could tell that I needed to get out of here. So, yeah, thank you to them. I mean, I did say thank you to them at the time, but... Thank you. And it's what I mean, like, if you're like a non-disabled person, like, just try and be like a bit like, just be aware, because it really can help. Like, they literally help me so much and they don't, they don't even know it. They don't, they don't, they don't even care. They probably just thought, they, they, they've gone home, they live in their life, they have no clue. They don't, they, they probably don't even remember. But honestly, like, it, it helped me so much, because if I had wet myself, I would have remembered. Do you know what I mean? And that would have been embarrassing. So shout out to them in it um I also I really wanted to like oh when I was at my mom's house the other day there was something on the news and I haven't done research so just don't fucking quote me but basically oh my god my my nose piercing I really need to get a shorter one now it's pissed me off anyways yeah so it was on the news about something about America and their abortion laws Okay, so I mean, trigger warning if you don't want to hear about abortions and stuff like that. Um, I don't know, as I said, I haven't read them. Like, I've heard bits and bobs, but I don't know what states these are in. Like, it's America's big in it, I don't know. But what I'm saying is, like, I heard these women on the news arguing or debating, whatever you want to call it, and um, they're like, someone's like, I'm pro life, and someone's like, I'm pro choice, and it was just 
it it pissed me off yeah it pissed me off and I I don't really talk about like what's going on in the news on this podcast like I never when do I do that I don't do that like but I really want to talk about this because it affects a lot of us right now and then I, so but that was the other day right I saw it I was pissed off I spoke about it with my sister I spoke about it with like my friends but that's it like I thought okay I'm not gonna like I don't talk about that kind of thing on my podcast but I really want to talk about it because it's, it's riled me up right because I just seen a TikTok of a vision impaired girl that I follow American and um I've just unfollowed her <laughs> shout out to you um I unfollowed her just because I was just like oh I can't I can't go. do you know what it is like in 2022 I don't I don't I don't have time to argue with people I just will just remove myself so like if I don't like what you have to say I'm not going to keep following you and watching what you're saying just to be annoyed like I'm, I don't have that energy does that make sense so now I feel like rather than like keep it like to keep consuming people's content that you don't like like if someone messaged me and was like oh joy your podcast is shit you're ugly you're a fat cow you chat shit I'd be like thank you but why are you watching then why are you why are you watching why are you listening why are we here why how did we get to this point do you know what I mean I just don't have time for it and I'm not like that so I wouldn't like continuously watch something some something's someone or some yeah someone's content if I didn't like it if I didn't like what they're to say why am I gonna watch why am I watching it then like I'm not doing that so anyways yeah she was basically saying about she's pro-life and blah 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 she basically said like she had she made she made a decision like I'm not gonna go too much into what she said because um, I don't know she doesn't blah, 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 that's your business isn't it? basically she was saying she's pro-life which basically saying she's she don't believe in abortions okay now this is my thing this is just me just just joy this is just my opinion okay but this is what I believe in I think America is fucking wayward and I think that um, they need to let people have their abortions in peace, okay? That's what I honestly believe. And I don't give a fuck if you want to say you're pro-life, be pro-life, that's your business, but just leave everybody else out. Like, I don't, this is what I'm saying. Like, I can respect other people's opinions. I can respect other people's decisions, but it seems like you cannot go vice versa. If you choose, if you get pregnant and you choose to keep the baby, I've done that. I've got a child, I've got a child, I've got a six-year-old. Yeah. So you get pregnant, you choose to keep your baby. Congratulations, well done to you. But if you get pregnant and you choose not to have that baby, then do you know what? Well done, congratulations to you. Like, why? Why? How? And do you know what? Sorry, this, this is just what I want to say, right? <coughs> Abortions have been happening. They've always been happening, but they was, they was done in very, like, dangerous conditions, right? Like, I'm sure I heard stories about people putting, like, a coat hanger up their vagina and, like, are you mad? There's, like, witch doctors, like, give you some kind of tea. Like, it's mad. So what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is, guys, and bear with me, because you know me, I'm not... I mean, I don't know if I'm the most articulate person, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not articulate, I'm not politically correct either. So just, but this is my opinion. I just think if, if people want to have abortions, they should be able to have abortions. Um, I think that you have to think about the circumstances that people are in. Um, and it's 
and it's all well and good being like I'm pro-life I'm pro-life and so if you're like and this is what I need to ask somebody right if you're pro-life are you anti-contraception as well because I don't I don't know like I don't actually know anyone personally that is like really pro-life yeah um I know my sister was saying that I think some Catholics are anti-contraception so I think like once you get married and obviously that's when you're supposed to have sex um if you get pregnant pregnant like they believe that you keep keep it keep every baby I don't know if you're Catholic you can message me let me know if that's correct I don't know I'm just I'm just I'm, I'm asking um but yeah so I know there are people that are anti-contraception but these people that are pro like pro-life and anti-abortion I just want to know like are you also anti-contraception because can we think about that for one second if there was no contraception and no abortion think about how many babies would just have either wayward families or no families like think about the conditions and I mean think about the conditions there's so many children in the foster care system already right so if imagine if you take away abortions as well there's going to be so many babies like not wanted and why bring a baby into the world that's not wanted like as the mother the mother you don't want it maybe the father doesn't want it like think about that child like it's all well and good saying you're pro-life but what's going to happen what kind of life is that child going to have like what kind of life is that child going to have like I remember like when I was pregnant with Janelle and I was scared I was worried because obviously I was you know on my own and I remember listening to Lauren Hill um listening to Zion listen to it over and over and over again and I and I had to think to myself like I at first I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do here like I was 21 I wasn't in a relationship it was a very like difficult situation at the time I was visually impaired I was living on my own like I was just working just about just about finding my feet like I was you know in my 20s early very early 20s 21 just just about living my life learning life and then I got pregnant and I wasn't sure what to do but do you know what helped me make the decision to keep her was actually the support of my mum because she said to me I will help you she said to me I'll be there for you but if I didn't have that what am I doing what, what would I what what would I be doing on my own with a baby like totally on my own like no like I'm sorry no like it as I said if you've got family support which I was lucky enough to have I had my mum, I had my sister, you know, I even had Courtney, friends, her, Courtney's family, they've been like in Janelle's life from when she was born. I remember travelling all the way to Bermondsey, I think Janelle was like eight weeks old, um, all the way to Bermondsey from Shepherd's Bush, and I remember like Courtney's mum took Janelle and Courtney took Janelle, and I literally slept on Courtney's bed, like I just needed a nap. I slept okay but when you have good friends and good family like that then yes you're able to look after a child and bring up a child I don't understand though like these pro-lifers that are like yeah just keep every single baby but but what what if you can't look after them like what if you are not in a position to look after them and it's all well and good be like well don't have sex then well don't have sex you you don't have sex okay also can we think about rape victims people that are molested, abused by own family members, what they should keep those children when they've been raped. 
And can I just say, if you have been raped or you, you know, you know someone who has been raped and has kept the child, I'm not saying they shouldn't have. But what I'm saying is I would understand if someone was raped and they didn't want to keep the child. That's what I'm trying to say. Because there, because there very much is a lot of, you know, people that are rape victims or vape survivors um, and they have kept the child. And I think well done to them because they're seeing that child as their child and they're not labeling them you know as bad as whatever the the other person did you know so I think that's great but what I'm saying is there may be victims that it's too much that's too much for them and and that's fine like that's okay and this is what I just is what I just I just don't get like how comes I can I feel like I can respect people's decision but I think to make it illegal means you're taking away the opportunity for people to have abortions safely that's all you're doing you're not because you're not stopping them having abortions they've been have they will have abortions they've been having abortions but people will um travel they'll just travel to another country i mean who's got like something who's gonna have money for that and who's that gonna affect so the rich people will be able to travel they can catch a plane right say you're living in america and you've got money whatever you could travel to another country to have a, a, a safe abortion right but if you're poor you cannot afford to do that what are you going to do you're going to either a have an unwanted child or b have an unsafe abortion try and do it yourself go to a witch doctor go to some i don't know backstreet abortion clinic like not it's it's very I, like I find it very sad and I and I find it like I just don't get it like having it there it doesn't mean that every woman every woman that gets pregnant is not having abortions like how many blood clot children in the world like we're not all having them but for the people that want them why can they not have it safely like I don't understand I don't get it we're not living in the 19 fucking 20s okay well no one's we're not wait like who's what not no one but some of us are not waiting till marriage to have sex and whether you're religious and you think that's, that's what we should be doing then that's kudos to you but a lot of people are not doing that so we're having sex we're active out here and now you're saying we can't have abortions like it makes to me it makes no sense and as I said I would love to know if you're pro-life actually I don't think I want to know I don't care but I just want to know that like, if you're pro-life are you also anti-contraception then did you just think that every time you have sex with someone if you get if if you get pregnant then you should just keep every single baby my I would probably like what what if you had about 20 babies I was about to say I would probably have 20 babies but I've only ever had one pregnancy so I mean now I've got the coil so you know what I mean but yeah like I've only ever had one pregnancy but what if you're very fertile and, and you just like keep like I don't, I don't get it I don't get it man I don't get it I just think it's horrible like I really do I think it's horrible I think it's horrible that that decision that that safe option is going to be taken away from people or could be taken away from people um in America and it's America this is America I can't believe it America you are crazy if you're listening to this in America I don't know I don't know I just think it's very sad and as I say like I don't know I just feel like if people want to have abortions they should be able to have abortions safely like what the fuck what the fuck is wrong with like, what the fuck is wrong with people like let people live their life make their decisions like I don't get it I just I don't know I don't know I don't know what people think are going to happen to these babies that are not are not wanted 
you know, it's very hard being a parent. It's very hard being a parent. And I think people that have abortions, it's not an easy decision. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it, it can't be, it's not an easy choice. And um, now it could be that they have to have it in a really unsafe way. And I think that's disgusting. But yeah, I'm going to end on that note. Um, if you are pregnant and you're considering an abortion, um, I want to say good luck to you. Absolutely good luck to you. And just do what's best for you. Because once you have a child, it's, it's not what's best for you anymore. It's all about Peppa Pig, yeah? So I'm just saying, if you want a baby, then just, on, just understand you're going to watch Peppa Pig and you're going to have um, lots of poo and wee on you. But that's fine. We love it. We love it sometimes. Do you know what I mean? No, but seriously, like any, like either way, I just do what's best for you. Honestly, fuck people's judgment about fucking abortion. Fuck you. Judge yourself. Judge your mum. Don't go wrong. But yeah, no, I think it's really sad. I honestly I do, but it's like sometimes it's that thing in it, like if you don't laugh, you cry. But yeah, I'm just I feel sorry for women that cannot have safe abortions. And I hope that these laws are not passed. Um I don't want to been passed already. I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't really watch the news that much. I don't really watch because it makes me sad. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't watch it a lot. I listen to like newsbeat on the radio and that's it. I I can't listen to like the news all the time I don't want to know everyone that's dying like I can't I can't cope with it but yeah um guys that's it um thank you for listening to this episode remember to rate my podcast on apple Podcasts and spotify um remember to follow your dreams and follow me on instagram at joy's mother podcast follow me on twitter at joy xoxo Email me if you're a hot guy or a hot girl, joyspodcast at hotmail.com. Follow me on TikTok as well. I'm getting into TikTok. I'm trying to do more Tiki Tokies. Okay, so like and share my Tiki Tokies. Um, yeah, that's it, really. Remember to stay happy and live your best life always. Mm-hmm.